Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Welcome to Art Talk Live. This is Lynette Fast here for Noise Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street. We appreciate KZUM hosting our opportunity to talk with you about what artists do, what artists think, how you get a job in art, and just really the passion of art in our Lincoln community. With me today is Mary Ellen Fulton. And she is one of our associate members at Noya's Art Gallery. Uh, she's a painter. She also, uh, besides working with acrylics and watercolors as a, a painter, uh, she does use some colored pencil in her work and has quite a variety of subject matter and style and technique that you might find at different times in our gallery. Uh, Mary Ellen also has an event coming up in the middle of June that I'm excited for her to tell you about. And I think you're going to really enjoy Mary Ellen's uh, happy and playful way of thinking about art. Welcome, Mary Ellen. Thank you. I'm glad you're with me. I am glad to be here. (laughs) Share the time when you first remember thinking of yourself as an artist. Well, I've always kind of thought myself as an artist, sometimes not very good artist. (laughs) I have always thought myself as an artist. Uh, It started back in kindergarten, actually. I started, uh, I always did one project, and I always drew uh, flower pots. I drew flower pots for like years, and then I went to cliffs, and then I just progressed up. And most of my stuff has been self-taught. I did take art in high school, but that's about the only place I've had any education on it. Well, help people know who you are, you know, where you grew up and live and and a little bit of personal information. I grew up here in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, basically lived here all my life. I was out in D.C. area for a while when my husband was in the service. Uh, he has since passed. And uh, I work basically in here. I am now kind of a teacher. I teach art at a retirement home. I work at Woodlawn at the Hillcrest Retirement Village. I am uh, the artist that teaches the watercolor and, and art classes there. And I go about twice a month every other week. And the people really like it, and I enjoy it very much, too. So what type of Um, art do you do uh, when you're with the people at Woodlawn? uh, We have done watercolor. We have done colored pencil. We have done done drawings, just plain drawing, things like that. Uh, We don't go too much into the craft area. It must be Uh, really fun to share your passion and take it out into the community like that. Yes, it is. Very much. I enjoy that very much. So far, everybody's liked it. (laughs) If we walk into Noya's Art Gallery, uh, what type of art are we going to find that you do? I do what they call the acrylic pour there. I am going to be bringing other stuff in, but this is what I have uh, up right now. It's an acrylic pour, and this is where you take acrylic paint and you mix it with some other media, and then you 
uh, put different colors in a cup and you pour it onto the canvas. It takes on its own life, actually. Are there some tricks that you have found to that? It's probably a little bit more than just dumping the paint out. Yeah, I have learned that you can uh, manipulate it a little bit. And I've also done some other things with it that I have done other art uh, drawings and then uh, masked them off and then did the pour over the top and pulled the masks off. So it looks like you it's all one picture then. And I've also done some jewelry with that. And it's it's really interesting how the jewelry comes out. And that's completely acrylic paint that, that's poured and manipulated and has that marbleized kind of a look to it? Yes. Uh, you can use any type of an acrylic paint with that. And you can use, uh, then you use a product called Floetrol with it and silicone uh, oil. And where would you get products like that? Most of the products you can get at the craft store. Uh, the Floetrol, you might have to get at a hardware store. And the silicone, you might have to get at a hardware store also. How big is a piece when you do an acrylic pour? It can be just about any size. It can be from uh, two inch square up to as big as you want, actually. It's just uh, you do have to kind of tip and move so it gets to the edge of your canvases. The bigger the pieces are a little harder to manipulate. Because you want it to run all the way off yeah, the edges. Yeah, you want it to run off the edges mm-hmm. usually. Well, listeners, I hope that you have seen an acrylic pour. They're a really interesting a design style that is hard to achieve in any other way. And with the new mediums available to mix into paints to make them do new and unique things, it can become a very exciting exploration for artists. Right. And you never know what it's going to look like until after it's done. Well, I do look at other images of your work on the noiseartgallery.com webpage. If you go to noiseartgallery.com and and click on the artist link, you're going to find Mary Ellen Fulton's work under the Associate Artist tab. And I see there that you have a lot of interest in nature and in animals. Yes, I do like uh, drawing the dogs and and doing the flowers and things like that. What is it that you find inspires you and and helps you to take off with what you're going to create as an artist? Uh, Sometimes like within the animals, it's the eyes or just the position that they're in. And the flowers, I like the real close-up pictures of the flowers. Do you have any artists that inspire you? I like Monet. And I see that these are a lot of farm animals, horses, cows, um, cats, horses' hooves in another image. Do you have some connection to farming? Not now. My my, uh, grandparents did do uh, farming years and years ago. I just like the looks. Sometimes I want to see if I can try and recreate what the animal looks like. Sometimes they look difficult, like the hooves. I wasn't sure if I could do that. And a a really interesting composition in in that piece. So we're taking a look at Mary Ellen's paintings, uh, noticing that 
there's a lot of detail in contrast to her acrylic pores, which are very abstract and very free-flowing, and you don't even know where you're going to go at all with those, to a much tighter, more precise kind of work where you are representing the animal and showing it with great detail. However, there's somewhat of a stylistic abstraction to your pieces. You are using lights and darks and high contrast in order to really emulate some interesting design and form in the in the animals. Yes, I like to to rely on the shadowing that what is what brings the picture forward. I know that you have an event coming up uh, June 21st. That's our yes. third Friday event from 6 to 9 p.m. at Noise Art Gallery, 119 South 9th Street. And I hope that our listeners will consider stopping by for one of our opening events. Remember that we are open every first and third Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. And then any day, Tuesday through Saturday, you can visit our gallery from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. What kind of work will you have at the opening in June? I've done some Swedish pictures. That's our theme that, uh, for June is the Swedish. And so I've done a few different Swedish pictures for that event. What is a um, Swedish picture? Okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot with flowers. There's going to be a lot of flowers. Um, they have the horse that usually is part of the Swedish uh, depiction. They have the maypole. Uh, they have the little gnome. So you're going into a little bit of Swedish folklore and yes. heritage or, or celebration kinds of images. Right. And I see that event is called Summerfest with Swedish Flair. And mm-hmm. again, that's June 21st from 6 to 9 p.m. And, and you can meet Mary Ellen right on the spot. She's one of the hosts that night. I'll be glad to meet everybody. You have such a variety of options of how you can produce and create. I know at the gallery we do offer the opportunity for people to ask an artist to do a commission piece for them. Are you available for commissions? Yes, I am, and I have done that in the past. So we'll have people call the gallery, and then they can uh, put them in touch with you. Uh, The gallery then would uh, provide your number at 402-475-1061, and uh, you could ask to be connected with Mary Ellen Fulton. And uh, what they'll probably do is give Mary Ellen your phone number. They'll have Mary Ellen give you a call, and, and she can work with you on some kind of a commission. Don't forget that you can also view Mary Ellen's work at the Noise uh, website on noiseartgallery.com. Click on the Artist tab and, and look for Mary Ellen Fulton under the Associate Artists. I thank you for this. Uh, time that you spent with me today. Well, thank you for joining us today, folks, and I appreciate your time with us. Remember that uh, Mary Ellen Fulton is available at Noya's Art Gallery, and she does a variety of work in acrylic, watercolor, color pencil, uh, and various subject matter, all the way from abstract to realistic representation. If you like her style and you like what you see, you could contact Mary Ellen through Noya's Art Gallery about uh, doing some work for you. Mary Ellen, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Have a great day, folks, and I do appreciate your time with us. Join us again. This is Julia Noyes from the Noyes Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.